Now on 960 The Patriot, it's the Middle East Radio Forum. Your chance to talk about the turmoil in the Middle East. To call in live, dial anytime at 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Outside of the Valley, call toll-free at 888-960-9696. Questions are also welcome at Radio Forum at AOL.com. That's Radio Forum at AOL.com. Now your host for the Middle East Radio Forum, Mayor Jolovitz. Hello, and welcome to Middle East Radio Forum, the weekly program unafraid to tackle the issues of the day. Ours is the radio and internet broadcast, which offers a real, bold, and unapologetic view of Mideast affairs. At Middle East Radio Forum, we recognize and readily identify the struggle between competing civilizations, competing ideologies and cultures, between Western values and those dedicated to upending them. My name is Mayor Jolovitz. I'm pleased to co-host the show with William Wolfe, where we are normally featured on alternate Sundays. Today is September 22nd, 2019. This program can be heard live anywhere in the world on our website, www.middleeastradioforum.org, or at www.960thepatriot.com. And now, this week's edition of our endeavor to simplify the complex in discussing the Middle East. Although often paraphrased by countless others in various versions, it was Alexander Pope who first suggested that blessed is he who expects nothing, for he shall never be disappointed. That was not the case this past week's elections in Israel. Much was expected, and many will be disappointed. Admittedly, it's been an improbable year in Israel. There were two elections, first on April 9th and again on September 17th. There were no winners, either time. This past week, 29 parties were on the ballot. Only two parties had any real expectation of getting a plurality of votes, enough to hopefully put together a ruling coalition. Although somewhat simplistic in its description, the two ideological camps could be labeled as politically left of center and the other politically right of center. Both camps talked about the election as one of the most important in recent history. Both camps cautioned the Israeli electorate that the other was duplicitous in its promises. Both campaigned by highlighting the fears, the hopes, and the projected expectations. Both projections, as is the case in politics, were seemingly unrealistic. There are only two things that the camps actually agreed upon. One, the historic importance of the election of this 22nd Knesset. And two, the ramifications of this election for a generation yet to come. In a normal world, elections have their consequences, often but not always predictable. In Israel, as we shall discuss today, nothing is normal. Our program today will focus on the Israeli elections. We shall offer empirical facts, a cogent analysis, we hope, and our own editorial commentary. Suffice it to say that while there appeared to be no apparent winner, it was the state of Israel that emerged the loser. If for no other reason than the fact that the Zionist party that emerged with the most Knesset mandates is now turning to the Arab anti-Zionists in seeking to establish a coalition. Arabs, to help set the agenda of the future of the Jewish state. 
To paraphrase Mark Twain, in the first place, God made idiots. That was for practice. Then he made the liberal leftist Jews. In a few minutes, we'll get to the who, the what, the when, and the why with today's guest, David Bedin from Israel. But first, as we do each week, we turn to Yoni Titi, known to many of you as Yoni the Blogger, whose comments on topical matters as they relate to Israel near and far always seem to upset someone. Yoni, it's good to have you join us today. It's good to be with you, Mara. Although I will disagree in your characterization of the Blue and White Party, Kaholavan, as being a Zionist party. Okay, elements uh, of it. Okay, yeah. we'll discuss that today, okay. but thank you for that. Okay, Yoni? All right. On Tuesday night, I was, which was election night, I was sitting with about 20 other Israelis, and of course the hot topic was the election. Everyone was in shock at the strength of the Arab parties. Unlike J Street types that sent emails crying that Palestinian teenagers are getting shot by Israeli soldiers, I was with strong, self-assured Jews that wanted a strong Israel. So the election failed to give clear results with the two main parties, with neither of the two main parties in a position to get the magic 61 seats. It has now come out that Gantz, who in my opinion is the worst chief of staff in IDF history, has shown his true colors by reaching out for the support of the joint list of the Arab parties. If they support Gantz to the president, he will appeal the Kamenitz law. Now, for Americans, none of you know what the Kamenitz law is. The law was passed in 2017 to check illegal, uncontrolled building by the Arabs on government land. In other words, squatters. This goes on unchecked in Judea, Samaria, as well as pre-67 Israel. Since this law was passed, it has cut illegal construction in the Galil by 50%. In the Galil, these are so-called Israeli Arabs, have been building illegally like crazy, but this law has cut it by 50%. So if Gantz does, in fact, repeal this law to pay the Arabs off, he will prove he is willing to sell Israel and the Israelis down the drain for his own good. Israelis are stopped from building on public land, and the Arabs will be free to build wherever. We will show how weak we really are uh, to the Arabs. The vast majority of them really do want to see Israel destroyed. And I don't care what polls J Street throws out, they're going to be lying to you because in their heart of hearts they want us all dead and Israel gone. Uncontrolled building also means raw sewage being spilled everywhere like it is today from tens of thousands of illegal Arab buildings. But I guess wanting to take care of the land that God Almighty gave us makes me a racist in the eyes of the J Street capitals. The fact is, I don't care about dead Palestinians. Not one little bit. No, that's not true. We actually do need to kill more of them along the Gaza fence to put an end to the terrorism there. You know, I'm just wondering, does the J Street emailer, does he cry over dead Germans in World War II? I guess that question is rhetorical, and I think we also know the answer. Uh, once again, as uh, we've come to expect every week, the commentary by Yoni, uh, unabashed in its opinion. Uh, Yoni, until next week, same time, same station. Thank you. No, next week I will be back out of the country for one week. Okay, very good. Uh, safe travels. Thank you, sir. Okay. Uh, what follows is an abbreviated resume now, uh, introducing our next guest, David Bedin. David Bedin, with his MSW, is a community organizer by profession, uh, but is best known as a writer, investigative journalist, an accomplished analyst of Middle East uh, affairs. Uh, Mr. Bedin is reported for news outlets such as CNN Radio, Makor Rishon in Israel, the Philadelphia Inquiry, the Jerusalem Post, 
and the Jewish World Review. In 1987, David Bedin established the Israel Resource News Agency with offices in the Beta Grown International Press Center in Jerusalem, about a block from the gym that I used to own, Samson's Gym. Uh, today, and most notably, he serves as the director of the Center for Near East Policy Research. David is also a renowned expert for his work investigating UNRWA, the United Nations Relief and Works Agency. Yes, that organization that has served as agents of the Palestinian cause. Now, we'll direct most of the focus uh, this week in an attempt to make sense of what happened in Israel this past week, um, all the things that we need to know uh, and what it might portend. David, thank you so much for joining us from Jerusalem today. It's good to be with you, and I'm happy to put things in perspective. Uh, I've been 49 years in Israel, 32 years in the world of the media, and trying to set the record straight with getting facts out. And there was a winner, as uh, your previous guest mentioned and hinted, there was a winner in this this election. That was the Arab Unified List, which will now have 13 seats in the Knesset. What's important is although the biggest, uh, uh, one of the biggest factors in the new coalition as of two hours ago, they recommended that uh, Gantz be chosen as the prime minister, putting him over the top. And that's the first time that's ever happened in Israel's history. Well, they have to be very, very uh, clearly explained. I'm sorry, to so, clarify, uh, they, vote, they chose him to put him over the top, but that does not put him over the top. Actually, it does. Uh, the mathematics are that it does put him over the top and uh, gives him the 61 he needs. Uh, what's, what's, very, what's very, very important is that the readers who are not necessarily convinced, uh, who maybe uh, think that they, that this this is a uh, this is a temporary issue, has to look at the record of the of the of this card. Now, I've been working on the issue of right of return. The right of return is the symbol of the of the uh, Arab struggle. The uh, the concept of the right of return by force of arms and supported by UNRWA, and until recently, fully by the United States. And now they have an ally within the governing coalition of Israel. And this is something very dangerous. Uh, and then what I ask people to pay attention to is an organization known as Adala, A-D-A-L-A-H, Adala, which is also supported through the New Israel Fund, which provides very clear support for the, uh, for the, fun, for the United Arab List. Now, the secret of the United Arab... Go ahead. I'm sorry, David. I just want to, I want to clarify, because it appears that your calculator <laughs> and mine uh, don't uh, add numbers the same way. The Balad element, three people, a part of the Arab list, will not recommend, have not recommended um, Gantz, the Blue and White Party, uh, and uh, Netan, excuse me, and uh, Lieberman, with his eight mandates, said that he also wouldn't join a party, uh, which means that it's far short of the, uh, it's 54, according to my calculation, so maybe your computer is a little different. Can you explain that to me? Well, the only the issue is that the president... Uh, I should explain this. Thank you for, for pointing out the discrepancy. The president of Israel chooses the largest party, and the, the party which will get the most votes. And Balad voted together with the other people in the in the Arab United Arab Coalition. They said they wouldn't, but they did. So that means that that puts the uh, it puts this uh, the Gantz opposition together with the Arab party. At fifty-seven, that would be the case. That's correct. That's correct. That's short of sixty-one. They don't need 61 to to support to to be selected by the government, uh, by the by the president. So I should have explained that a moment ago. Okay. Me. It's very very important. Now, what's important 
and where people, where you are, can be involved more, is that the, the, the backbone of Ballad is coming from the United States, from an organization that needs to be challenged, known as the New Israel Fund, which is, which is supporting the, uh, which is backing the support mechanism of the, uh, of the United Arab Front, and that's in the party called the Adala, uh, supported through the New Israel Fund. They've been, for the, for the last 40 years, trying to remake the PLO as if the Palestine Liberation Organization is a uh, some kind of civil rights group, which it is not. And what we've been trying to do over the years has been to document the extent to which the United Nations Relief and Works Agency, UNRWA, has been picking up on this and organizing the Arabs in the refugee camps for a revolution. And it's hard to believe, so that's why I yeah, invite your listeners to look at our website, IsraelBehindTheNews.com, where you can see the films that we've been making, and uh, that should that should provide some of the evidence you need to challenge the New Israel Fund's vast support in Jewish organizations who think uh, that um, Ramallah is something like Selma, Alabama, 1963 or 65. Okay. Um, we will get, I'm, I'm just looking, we've got two minutes before we actually have to begin to go to a break. Um, and we will discuss on Ron the work that you've done. Uh, you certainly are the expert on it. Uh, let's talk about this for a second because I know a number of the listeners are, um, who follow uh, the news at Israel quite closely, uh, and especially the elections, are concerned about what might happen. Uh, the reason that Bibi Netanyahu uh, failed to uh, maintain a government when he was elected or seemingly elected in April, was because he only had 60. Uh, the Arabs at the time uh, had 10 mandates. This time they came out in greater numbers. Last time, 49.2%. This time, almost 61%. They voted three more seats. Uh, they have the 13. Uh, it gave, uh, as you said, the advantage. It's the advantage, and I think that's the word that needs to be the operative word, uh, to Benny Gantz, but not sufficient with the 57. If Bibi couldn't do it with 60, Benny Gantz certainly can't do it with 57. Your comment? Well, he'll be doing it with 57 because he'll have the quiet support of the of Lieberman's party, and that's very important to emphasize. Uh, Lieberman's party is built on, on, on the idea that they want to neutralize uh, the religious elements in the country, and they're not only supported by non-religious elements, but by non-Jewish elements. Uh, who came in Aliyah as non-Jews and remained in Israel for 20, the last 20 years as an important factor. So they're more, imp- more, in, 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 more actually involved in denigrating the Jewish aspects of Israel uh, than anything else, and that more or less coalesces with the Arab interests, with the, with the radical Arab interests that have been elected. So it's a coalition between anti-Jewish Russian interests and anti-Jewish Arab interest. Okay, I think that's, just, that's uh, well, David, I think just for the sake of clarity, you talk about a coalition of, and I don't think in this particular case, uh, we need to separate a coalition of, uh, um, from people who are like-minded in their opposition to whatever they might find today, and a coalition which is actually a, a uh, quantifiable number of people who actually sit in government. That number will not be 61. Well, what's important to understand, I've been following the Knesset all these years, and that that negative coalition-making is the name of the game in Israel, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it. The people who do not want to do in the Jewish character of the state have become an overwhelming, and now exercise overwhelming influence more than ever before, in, each for their own interests, but there's a houseless and unwitting or witting coalition going on between them. 
Okay, David, forgive me for interrupting. I'm sorry, we're coming up to that hard break in about 45 seconds. Uh, We have three breaks. Uh, They're the ones that uh, allow us to put the commercials on, which keep this uh, show on the air. I'm Mary Jolivitz, joining you uh, every other Sunday, alternate Sundays, as you know, with the show's founder, William Wolfe. You're listening to Middle East Radio Forum, KKNT 960, The Patriot. Uh, Remember also that you can listen to the older shows in the archive section of our website, which is www.middleeastradioforum.org. If there's a specific topic that you guys want us to, uh, the audience wants us to follow and discuss in future broadcasts, please bring that to our attention. We have the heartbreak coming up. After that, we'll continue with David Bedeen from Jerusalem. Dassault and Macros are my business and personal CPAs for a good reason. Prompt and accurate work means I trust them with all my accounting needs. Conveniently located just off the 51 freeway at 3519 East Shea Boulevard, Suite 122, give them a call and see what they can do for you. 602-996-8885. That's Dassault and Macros, 602-996-8885. There are a lot of great Mexican restaurants in Phoenix, but I am very particular. When I want the best Mexican lunch or dinner, I head straight to Mi Patio on the southeast corner of 7th Avenue and Osborne. They serve all your favorite dishes and only use pure vegetable oil in their cooking. Mi Patio is sure to become your favorite Mexican restaurant too. That's Mi Patio Mexican Restaurant on the southeast corner of 7th Avenue and Osborne. Tell them that William Wolf sent you there. Watermark Wealth Strategies and Watermark Wealth Planning Offices at 6900 East Camelback in the Camelback Towers has been a loyal sponsor of this program since its start. They specialize in wealth retention, estate, and legacy planning. Watermark has been a leader in the Valley, and its members have been together for over 17 years. Founding partner Carmen Sircone has over 36 years of experience in tax, investment, and estate planning issues affecting retirees and their assets. They offer comprehensive planning that has helped assist families through the process of identifying client objectives and concerns, and constructing a strategic plan to address tax, risk, and legacy issues. Consultations are complimentary, and we encourage you to contact Allison Porter at 480-442-3989 to schedule. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra Investment Services. Watermark Wealth Strategies, LLC, is not affiliated with Kestra Investment Services or Kestra Advisory Services. How do you choose your accident injury attorney? If you need heart surgery, do you choose your surgeon from seeing an ad on TV or a billboard? Of course not. Choosing your attorney also should not be done so casually and without thought. I do not advertise on TV or billboards, but only on this radio show. I give all clients personal attention. Your phone calls are never intercepted by some untrained assistant. I take all calls if I am available or return calls at my earliest opportunity. I was named Trial Attorney of the Year by the Arizona Trial Lawyers Association two years ago and have 48 years of experience. So think about it and choose your accident attorney wisely. My number is 602-279-1914, and my office is located at 7301 North 16th Street, Suite 203 in Phoenix. I personally welcome your call. Again, 602-279-1914. 
You're listening to the Middle East Radio Forum on 960 The Patriot. To join in the conversation, call anytime at 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Outside of the Valley, call toll-free, 888-960-9696. Questions are also welcome at radioforum at AOL.com. That's radioforum at AOL.com. Now your host for the Middle East Radio Forum, Mayor Jolovitz. Hi, and welcome back. Our guest today from Israel is David Bedin, director of the Center for Near East Policy Research. Uh, David, to pick up uh, our discussion right before that break, um, we were talking about uh, the inability to put together a legitimate government in Israel, and it seems uh, obvious that the Arabs, and they've announced as much, uh, would join the efforts of the blue and white, as has Lieberman, who was quite boastful in that intent, in order to block Bibi from establishing government. Now, there seems to be a parallel between the United States and Israel in this sense. Much of the election talk uh, in the United States for the 2020 presidential election is predicated on an anti-Trump campaign. In Israel, the election, it seems to me, was very much anti-Netanyahu, with many of the commercials and certainly the social media blitz being focused of enough of Bibi. And yet, interestingly, and despite I, despite Trump's attachment to uh, the present Israeli Prime Minister, Netanyahu, Trump remains a very popular figure in Israel today. Does that mean that that alliance between Bibi and Trump was not a factor in the elections? I don't believe it was, was a factor or wasn't a factor. The other side has used various, uh, how shall I say, sophisticated misinformation techniques. Back in 1977, I was witness at the Quaker International Quaker Conference in Washington when I was visiting there. I live here, but I was visiting there, in which the concept was, let's, let's transform the Palestine Liberation Organization into an innocuous human rights organization, and civil rights organization, and, also, and make it look like the anti-Vietnam movement. And that misinformation and that repeating of that theme over and over and over again, that the PLO is actually a peace movement, uh, basically, a lie repeated off and off becomes believable. The research that we do at the Center for Near East Policy Research is designed to is designed to cope with that. By the way, if we ever found a Palestinian Authority schoolbook for peace, we would we would publicize it. What has been crushed, crushed by the mainstream media, and not allowed to come out of the fact that here we translated all of the schoolbooks, all of the Palestinian Authority schoolbooks. You can see them on our website, IsraelBehindTheNews.com. All the UNRWA. Uh, material, 22 films we've made of UNRWA, including the latest one of their singer who preaches murder, and it's crushed. It's, it's pushed to the back, and the whole thing was, was pushed into the personality of Netanyahu, which, which is somewhat dysfunctional, but that is forgotten. That is forgotten. What's fascinating is that hardly anyone in Israel or abroad knows that when the, the PLO talks about settlements, illegal settlements, they're talking about the, the, the communities they lost in 1948, not 1967. And defining Beersheba, Tel Aviv, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Ashkelon, all as illegal settlements exactly. where you have the right to murder Jews. Now, I want to repeat that. The right to murder Jews is the focus of the Palestinian Authority and UNRWA education system. Don't believe me. So you think I'm some kind of nut talking from Israel. Look at the facts. Look at the curriculum. They're right on our site, IsraelBehindTheNews.com. And I pledge to you, to the leaders, you don't know me personally. I come from the U.S. originally. You can hear the that I'm not originally an Israeli, near 49 years. And I tell you, had we found one schoolbook, one schoolbook for peace, we would have publicized it. But instead, the other side, 
go through this technique and people like Ronald Lauder and other supposed Jewish leaders embracing Mahmoud Abbas mm-hmm. and making everyone think that this is a, and this is the, the problem didn't begin with Obama. The problem began with Ronald Reagan in 1988 when he, he granted unilateral, unilateral uh, recognition to the PLO. Now, what we hope to do, and we, t- we do research, solid investigative research, to tie together the, uh, the radical, or radical Arab organizations with liberal Jewish organizations, we do that through, through, through very clear, difficult research, and that's what we raise funds to do. And uh, that's very, very important. You can see how to, how to help our agencies at our website. Yeah, I'll be speaking. Yeah, yeah, I'll be sp- I'll be speaking about that in a few minutes. Okay, it's interesting. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, absolutely. Uh, we fully support everything that you've done, uh, and will continue to do so. Um, it's interesting you mentioned the PLO and the, uh, the, the the complete misbegotten notion of what it is as an organization. We have a handful. It's literally a handful uh, of detractors who listen to this show. Uh, uh, people who are espouse the J Street line, uh, obviously by definition, I don't have to tell you, they're not very intelligent, they're not very brave, uh, they don't know what's going on, um, they are, they are uh, um, compliant with uh, the, uh, uh, the game to destroy Israel, um, despite the fact that well, they... I, uh, let, me, let me just show up. I'm, 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 so, I'm sorry, the point that I was going to make is that we've asked them, uh, and it's not rhetorical, we've asked them the simple question, answer one question. The PLO was formed, Palestine Liberation Organization, was formed in 1964. Israel didn't occupy, that's their term, not ours, Israel didn't occupy the territories until three years later, 1967. So the question we ask, and we speak slowly so they understand it, what was the PLO trying to liberate in 1964 if Israel didn't occupy the territories until 1967? They cannot provide an answer, even though they know what the answer is. Even worse, let me be very clear about something. I, as a person who lives in Israel, I accept and reach out to anyone who, who, who supports Israel, whatever their political point of view. So on the week that J Street formed, I made a phone call, and so did three people in my staff. We made phone calls to J Street. Would you like to see their curriculum? And their PR guy, a guy named Rabinowitz, who's also done PR for the Jewish Federation, he called back and said, you're harassing them. I said, excuse me? We're asking them if they want to see their curriculum. And meanwhile, a whole slew of people put out misinformation and disinformation as if there was a PLO curriculum. And that PLO curriculum was published by a Palestinian Arab university called Bearsay University. Mm-hmm. I went to see them, and they said there's good news and bad news. The good news is there's a peace curriculum. The bad news is it was vetoed. And the, the Shimon Peres Center for Peace, named for Israel's former president, has been putting out materials since, since they began, and ever, even since the death of Shimon Peres, to give the impression that there is a peace movement. Now, I want to say that you can reach out to lefties who have integrity by asking the right questions. And, those, and, and not, right now, UNRWA, the United Nations Relief and Works Agency, is coming up, uh, coming up for a renewal very, very soon. Now, the question is where the United States will stay on the renewal. Not a, they will be renewed, but the question is what, under what circumstances. And we're asking you to do, as American citizens, as American citizens, American agency, American uh, issue, is to write to members of Congress and to, to Trump himself and to the U.S. delegation and the U.N. Individual letters is what works, not petitions. Okay. Individual letters saying we want conditions on the, 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 this, this uh, UNRWA vehicle, the United Nations Relief and Works Agency, instead of encouraging right of return by force of arms, please 
you know, let's just give humanitarian aid and help these people get out of the camp. David, we have a commercial that's coming up in two minutes. Allow me to say this. Uh, why, well, we might not disagree. Your comment was that uh, you're okay with anyone uh, who supports Israel. Um, I would argue that J Street doesn't support Israel. <laughs> the, the, the employment, the, the use of euphemisms. J Street supports and uh, supports the enemies of Israel. And one cannot support the enemies of Israel while pretending to support Israel. Their tagline, pro-Israel, pro-peace, uh, they're both lies. Uh, they are not pro-Israel, and by not being pro-Israel, they certainly aren't pro-peace. Um, and I think they need to be called out. Uh, there is no such thing. We, we, we all know that old, uh, that, that old maxim, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Well, no, the road to hell is paved with a lot of good intentions and a lot of dead Jews. And J Street uh, contributes towards that nonsense. And we shouldn't pretend otherwise. They are the enemy. They collude with the enemies. They are the quislings. They are the capos. They are nothing less. Uh, we've invited them on this show in order to debate us. And of course, they won't debate us because it takes some intellectual horsepower to be able to do that. They lack it. Uh, anyhow, we have a minute before the break. I will tell you, um, we're with David uh, Bedin, director of the Center for Near East uh, Policy Research. Um, when we come back, I do want to mention uh, um, what uh, we at Middle East Radio Forum have done in order to, uh, to show David that we support the efforts that he's done, especially the things that he's been speaking about, because these are things that are they're readily available. You can go to his website, see them, and be absolutely shocked uh, uh, by these things. Uh, we will recommend that you do that when we come back from the commercial break. Uh, we also ask you, as we do each week... Please let the sponsors of the show know that you endorse their products. It's because of them that we are on the air, not an unimportant matter. We'll be right back. Watermark Wealth Strategies and Watermark Wealth Planning Offices at 6900 East Camelback in the Camelback Towers has been a loyal sponsor of this program since its start. They specialize in wealth retention, estate, and legacy planning. Watermark has been a leader in the Valley, and its members have been together for over 17 years. Founding partner Carmen Sircone has over 36 years of experience in tax, investment, and estate planning issues affecting retirees and their assets. They offer comprehensive planning that has helped assist families through the process of identifying identifying client objectives and concerns, and constructing a strategic plan to address tax, risk, and legacy issues. Consultations are complimentary, and we encourage you to contact Allison Porter at 480-442-3989 to schedule. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra Investment Services. Watermark Wealth Strategies, LLC, is not affiliated with Kestra Investment Services or Kestra Advisory Services. Complete Chiropractic and Injury Service, located at 27th Avenue and Bethany Home Road, is your go-to chiropractic office for any accident, injury, or chronic problem. I have worked with them with many of my clients and received uniformly great results. So if you are injured or have chronic pain, you know who to call. Dr. Daniel Severe at Complete Chiropractic and Injury Service, 602-242-2050. That's 602-242-2050. Maryland Deli and Mini Mart on the northwest corner of 7th Street in Maryland is much more than just a great shell station and Mini Mart. Great cook-to-order food, different flavors of coffee and tea, beer and fine wine including kosher wine, 
round out a wonderful one-stop shopping experience. A loyal sponsor of Middle East Radio Forum, check them out on the northwest corner of 7th Street in Maryland, Phoenix. That's Maryland Deli and Mini Mart, 602-277-6269. There's no such thing as too small to be hacked. 58% of malware attacks target small business, but you don't have to be the next victim. Cerno Consulting has the experience necessary to train your staff and secure your data. Right now, we're offering a free security assessment to the next 10 callers at 602-900-5522 and mentioning this program. Call 602-900-5522. That's 602-900-5522. Siegel's Kosher Restaurant has always been terrific, now even better. They have Mexican Fiesta Day every day with super nachos, beef or chicken tacos, served with rice, beans, and homemade chips and salsa. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 to 8.30 p.m., Friday, 9 to 2.30. Kosher food just does not get any better than Siegel's. 4818 North 7th Street in Phoenix. Call them at 602-285-1515. You're listening to the Middle East Radio Forum on 960 The Patriot. To join in the conversation, call anytime at 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Outside of the Valley, call toll-free, 888-960-9696. Questions are also welcome at radioforum at aol.com. That's radioforum at aol.com. Now your host for the Middle East Radio Forum, Mayor Jolovitz. Hi, welcome back. Our guest, David Bedeen. I'll speak as quickly as I can because we have one more commercial break, and it comes in six and a half, uh, in six and a half minutes. Uh, just a comment that I need to make before, we, uh, um, b- before I make an announcement, actually, uh, and that is that there's an Israeli law that applies to those parties running for Knesset. The law prevents any party running for Knesset uh, elections if, uh, well, based on four, on four elements. Let me read you those elements. This is Israeli law. Negating the state of Israel is the state of the Jewish people. If you don't accept that, you're not eligible for the Knesset. The Arabs don't accept that, yet they're eligible. Two, negating the democratic nature of the state of Israel. Arabs don't accept it. Arabs shouldn't be uh, eligible, nonetheless. Three, incitement to racism. Well, that's a no-brainer. Of course the Arabs are guilty of that. Four, support of armed struggle against the state of Israel. These four disqualifiers should disqualify, at every count, the Arab parties. They don't. That's the malaise. That's the sickness of Israel. Um, Now let me get to the announcement. It's not often that we do this, make an announcement, but it's important enough, I think, to uh, merit mention. Our guest today, David Bedeen, who's been speaking about the work that they do, who's dedicated his life, uh, his life's work certainly to Israel. originally is the uh, director of the Israel's Resource Agency and now with the Center of Neist Policy Research. Uh, you need to go to the website and see the work that they do uh, uh, exposing UNRWA. Uh, here's my announcement. And you should go write this down because I'm going to make um, mention of this one more time. Israelbehindthenews.com. Israelbehindthenews.com. Here's the announcement. Uh, my co-host on Middle East Radio Forum, Bill Wolf has made a generous contribution to IsraelBehindTheNews.com. I urge you to do the same. We don't often do this. We never do this. Uh, next Sunday is the beginning of Rosh Hashanah. Erev Rosh Hashanah begins uh, a week from today. Uh, it's the Jewish New Year, of course. Uh, and it seems quite fitting, as is traditional with Jewish custom, that we contribute to meaningful causes. This cause is as meaningful as it gets. Your donation isn't only going to be meaningful, it's also U.S. tax deduction. Uh, I urge you to go to IsraelBehindTheNews.com, 
find the uh, sponsorship menu. Uh, don't just root for a strong and secure Israel. Support it. Uh, it's important that you know where the dollars are going that you give to your organizations. And too many of the dollars, I dare say, that you give here in America go to the wrong organizations. So on behalf of Bill Wolf, I'm making the announcement the Middle East Radio Forum uh, is banking on Israel behind the news. I urge you to do so as well, and I thank you for that. Uh, David, what do you see happening um, with the, uh, in the coming weeks as far as election? Is there, is there a chance of a third election? Okay, for, I do not believe there will be a third election. Let me give you a first of all a thank you and tell you what we do with these contributions. Le- a week ago today, our agency flew to Germany, and we presented what people did not know about the curriculum, the first curriculum ever, even more than Nazi Germany, promoting murder of Jews in the Palestinian Authority in UNRWA. It's not un- we went through all, all 365 books, and that's what we found, and we presented to the German government, the Department for Combating Anti-Semitism, and it will have an effect. We're coming back to the, we went into the United Nations the week before, presented this at the United Nations uh, Correspondents Association, the song of the UNRWA Youth Ambassador who sings songs all over the world for murder and is allowed to do it. Now, we have to prove these things, as no one will believe us. Who will believe what you said before, that the palace that these people believe in murder? That's why we have to prove it, because they're saying it makes us look like net cases. But when we prove it, it has an effect. Now I'm going to introduce you to someone who is very rapidly active on the left. He's with me tonight. His name was David Bedin. It still is David Bedin. Actively, rapidly active on the le- in the left in Israel for a Palestinian Arab state until people took me aside and carefully educated yours truly, presented yours truly with the, with the, with the uh, evidence that the PLO is actually a terror organization. So I have switched sides. I do not believe that anyone is on the other side or is an enemy. You can bring people around in the same way that you can bring people to Torah. You can bring people to the truth of what's happening in Israel through a careful process. Just by calling them an enemy or a capo doesn't do it. By the way, capos uh, had guns to their heads. The JCPOA exactly. had money to their account. And it's a point that we've made. In fact, it's a point that actually validates our argument, which is the capos did it because they had skin in the game, because they thought that they were saving their families or their own lives, whatever. And J Street has no gun to their head. They voluntarily support the enemy. Major again, difference. They support, the, they support Israel's advocacy because the other side uses very sophisticated techniques. Now, they learned with Alinsky, but I also learned with Alinsky at the University of Wisconsin 50 years ago. And they, and they cite Alinsky, I cite Alinsky. The way to do it is to bring them around, and the most important thing to do is parade in front of your Jewish communities people who have been murdered, whose families have been murdered by the PLO, and the PLO gave unprecedented, this is unprecedented in Jewish history, to give gratuities to those who murder Jews. Now, that's something that sounds a little crazy, right? Well, all the documentation is there. It's simply a mainstream uh, research organizations have prepared it, such as JCPA, run by Dory Gold. 20 seconds, David, 20 seconds. Moment. And that's it. What you have to do is bring the truth to people about what's happening in Israel. We say, use the expression, let my people know, and I'm convinced that if more people knew, we'd have more people on our side, and as the Arab violence continues, more people will understand okay. all what right. we're dealing with. We have a commercial break that's coming in 20 seconds. I will say this. I understand the principle of the concept that you try to espouse. If you're talking about those innocent people who foolishly follow J Street because they don't realize that it's uh, aiding and abetting the enemy, perhaps they can be brought about. But if you actually seem to suggest that the people who, are the or- who orchestrate J Street policy can actually be brought around, then you've been smoking something that I have no access to. Anyhow, we have a commercial break coming up. Uh, we'll be right back. 
Manhattan Pizza and Subs, 5224 North 7th Street in Phoenix, is the best place for kosher pizza, subs, salads, and pasta. When you have to have the best kosher lunch or dinner, head straight to Manhattan Pizza and Subs. Open Sunday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., Friday, 10 till 3, and Saturday, one hour after dark to midnight. That's Manhattan Pizza and Subs, 5224 North 7th Street, or call them at 602-248-8086. Saffron has Arizona's finest Indian cuisine. Located at 4330 West Union Hills in Glendale, you just have to try it for yourself. I was there for dinner, and I knew I had to add them to Murph's family of fine restaurants. Chef owned and operated. Try it once, and you will return for more. That's Saffron's Restaurant, 4330 West Union Hills Drive, 623-581-7576. That's 623-581-7576. Cherry Blossom Noodle Cafe has terrific sushi, salads, rice and noodle dishes, soup, and even great pasta. On the northwest corner of 10th Street and Camelback, it will become your favorite Asian restaurant. A loyal sponsor of Middle East Radio Forum for more than 10 years, it is simply the best place for a great Asian lunch or dinner. That's Cherry Blossom Noodle Cafe on the northwest corner of 10th Street and Camelback. Tell them that William Wolf sent you there. Telephone 602-248-9090. Tex-Az Grill on the northeast corner of Bethany Home Road and 16th Street has been my favorite steakhouse for 31 years. Great food, especially their chicken fried steak as well as daily specials in a comfortable setting keeps me coming back for more. You just have to try it for yourself. Also a great Sunday brunch starting at 10 in the morning. That's Tex-Az Grill on the northeast corner of Bethany Home Road and 16th Street. Give them a try and you will have a new favorite steakhouse too. My name is William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum since 2003. As you may know, I am a personal injury attorney in practice since 1971. I was just awarded the high honor of Trial Attorney of the Year by the Arizona Trial Lawyers Association. I handle all types of personal injury and wrongful death cases. Unlike many other attorneys, especially the high-volume TV advertising attorneys, I do go to court if necessary to obtain the best possible resolution for all my clients. It is often impossible to obtain the best possible result if your lawyer does not have the reputation of being willing to go to court on all matters. If you have a claim, please call me for a free initial consultation at 602-279-1914. My office is at 7301 North 16th Street, Suite 203 in Phoenix. Again, call 602-279-1914. I look forward to meeting you and making sure that you obtain the best possible recovery. Call 602-279-1914 and please continue to support Middle East Radio Forum. You're listening to the Middle East Radio Forum on 960 The Patriot. To join in the conversation, call anytime at 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Outside of the Valley, call toll-free, 888-960-9696. Questions are also welcome at radioforum at AOL.com. That's radioforum at AOL.com. Now your host for the Middle East Radio Forum, Mayor Jolovitz. Hi, welcome back. The last segment, but also the longest segment. I see we have a patient caller in the line waiting to speak. I just want to uh, uh, offer this last word about J Street uh, and dismiss them. I went to the J Street uh, website this morning expecting to read a press commentary praising the Arab joint list for its effort to block any Bibi Netanyahu government. I was on the site for about 10 minutes, and it crashed. 
It crashed possibly or probably because more than five people were actually logged onto it. Okay, now the reality is, every time the J Street is accused of always taking the Arab position, the brain-dead apologists of this deceitful organization inform us that they support Israel through tough love. They've actually said that, tough love. Supporting Israel through tough love. It reminds you of the father who went to the social worker and said, I love my son. That's the reason I put out cigarettes on his forearm every time he misbehaves. Memo to all, that is not a form of love. It was Laurel Hamilton in The Laughing Corpse, I think it was, who wrote, stupidity isn't punishable by death. If it was, it would be a hell of a population drop. Yeah, it would be. And my God, J Street would have no membership. Anyhow, uh, that said, uh, David, uh, speaking about the elections and everything else, uh, where do you see it going? Please tell us. Well, where, where we see it going is it will implode eventually. The, 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 uh, what we have here is a situation of uh, a number of negatives getting together uh, people who are, first of all, the Arab, there's enough people, and I, I plead people to help us with our research to prove and show the connection between people in the Arab parties and organizations involved with clear traitorous activity, but that's to be proven. And this will implode and will, will may cause the government to collapse. You know, in traitorous organizations, New Israel Fund, New Israel Fund, if I was to look at the scale, I would put New Israel Fund in the same place I put J Street. You seem to be a little more forgiving than I was earlier by well, J Street. Well, forgiving forgiving. You listen, you got to go through the process. Simply by yelling at people, you're not going to get anywhere. I'm not yelling, so I'm identifying. I'm not yelling. Also, by identifying, you don't get anywhere. What you do is solid research will do it. And, and that's how we... I would, ag- I would agree. Now. So tell us a little about the and research. I, think, I would agree. So tell us about the New Israel Fund. A little. The New Israel Fund. What we did was we, we discovered that the New Israel Fund was organizing some so-called humanitarian activities, mm-hmm. which were actually uh, organizing Arabs to engage in re- rebellion against Israel, uh, falsifying documents about Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria, saying that, that uh, going to 2% of, 3% of Hebron where Jews live and say, oh, the Arabs aren't allowed to live there, without saying that 97%, the Jews aren't allowed to be there. And, and, and constantly trying to promote the lie that all the Arabs want is Judea Samaria, whereas they've been very clear and, act, and, 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 and uh, that, they, that they want all of Israel. Now, what's very important, it, is, it has not been emphasized enough that, the, that this, this business of the incentive policy to murder Jews continues. And the and J Street was J Street and New Israel Fund said this really doesn't exist. It doesn't happen. You got to show that it happens. You got to prove it. And the way to prove it is to start and research and by by placing the people who who have been victims of this. My my neighbor's grandson was 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 murdered. Was chopped to death by 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 Arabs. The the two killers have just gotten their rewards. Uh, Ari Ari Fold, a neighbor of mine in the mm-hmm. spot, mm-hmm. murdered, and no one made the no no one is is demanding. No one is demanding that the, the PLO slash Palestinian Authority, in order to continue, must cancel their law, their automatic law, which says you must uh, that they must pay, pay those who murder Jews. Now this is very important. Most people don't know this. Not emphasized enough, and not proven enough yet. If you take the research which has been done. It's on our site. It's on sites uh, that are associated with us. They have to be shown to people, represented to people in a proper fashion. Remember, the other side knows how to use the manipulative techniques. They've convinced the whole generation that this is some kind of a civil rights movement. It isn't, but again, it takes a long time to put the toothpaste back in the tube. That's what they've been doing. They've been doing it systematically. The same thing with UNRWA. 
The United Nations, my parents uh, demonstrated against UNRWA at the World's Fair in 1964, mm-hmm. when there were UNRWA signs around there, and my parents uh, demonstrated against it when they, they were part of Jewish organizations that, that put that in front of them. You've got to put this in front of people and make sure that they know the Anti-Defamation League at the beginning helped us with the school books, and now they don't look at it so much. You've got to just keep, keep pushing on the issue. But the minute you say you 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 how are you dummies for not looking at it, you're not going to get anything. No, no, no. I don't. It isn't the dummy part. It's you evil people. And let's distinguish between one and the other. Jason, excuse me, excuse me, David, 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 Jonathan Greenblatt of the Anti Defamation League isn't numb and dumb to the facts that you've articulated. He knows he is. the f- David David he knows he did the f- not know a, he know he was David he knows else. the facts. He's taken a position different given, than yours. He was given misinformation and disinformation. I sat with him and he listened. Oh. Now is he going to listen a second time? Uh-huh. Gotta, you got to you got to give us, David, let me tell you something. A guy like that David, hey, one second, one second. You got to keep going. David, because he, a guy like that I met with him it was I his it was his boss that helped me buy the school books in the first place. Yeah, his boss but was, again, they've been his, they've been overwhelmed by people from Israeli okay. intelligence. Oh. Listen carefully, people in Israeli intelligence who've told them it's not important and doesn't exist. That's what we're fighting. We're okay. feeding a whole a whole cottage industry in Israeli intelligence who have been saying the school books are important. They're not really happening. His, whatever. His and previous, you have to stay with it. You can't you can't okay. go away from it. His previous boss, I'm not talking about Aspen, was Barack Obama. Greenblatt knows, and I'm talking about, people should understand, we're talking about Jonathan Greenblatt, not Jason Greenblatt, who is the Trump advisor. Jonathan Greenblatt. I he know. knows. He knows, ex- I'm, I'm telling this to the audience, he knows exactly what he's doing, and for you to believe that there's this good streak that just needs to be touched, I, I think is sort of u- we're, utopia. We're not talking about good or bad, we're talking about very I important am talking. people. I am, David, I am talking about good and bad. I am I'm talking about that. I'm talking about, about people that. in Israeli intelligence who will put their lives on the line, for a whole generation, and believe and believe in the believe in the stuff that I'm talking about. Unfortunately, okay. there's a whole cottage industry and in, uh, people in Israeli intelligence who are supporting the PLO and the PLO independence and PLO education, and 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 they have been informing and misinforming Jewish organizations around the United States. And you know when and when you have when you're up against that kind of opposition, and these are not enough cases. These are these are these are combatants. I think they're wrong. I think they're absolutely wrong. And our job is to overcome. The people with "quote unquote" Israeli intelligence, and we have to overcome them because okay. they're the people promoting this, uh, this, this, this. What you're saying more than more than the Green Black of uh, ADL. Okay, David, we have a phone call. Steve in Northwest Phoenix. Steve, thank you for being patient. Go ahead. Yeah, Steve from uh, uh, Christians United for Israel. We are uh, pro-Zionist. Over almost eight million in the United States. Wonderful. And I'd like to see saner heads prevail here. I have prayed for a unity government. Why can't Likud? get together with blue and white, and maybe throw in uh, Lieberman's um, Beit Anayu Israel, Beit Anayu. You've got a, a, a unity government, and... Uh, Steve, why don't the Democrats and the... Steve, why don't the Democrats and Republicans get together in Arizona, Steve? <laughs> well, it can happen. I mean, the alternative of having Arabs uh, control Israelis 
uh, in a Jewish state is unfathomable. Well, no, no, we agree. The thing is, I think it's the weakness, and I don't want to uh, usurp too much of the time, it's the weakness of the coalition uh, uh, governments and such. If one actually looks at the vote, the number of votes that went right of center in this particular uh, election was 54%. Even if you exclude Lieberman, it's 47%. But with Lieberman, and his, his voters were, they are right of center, it's 57%. The number of votes that actually went left of center for blue and white is 35%. The balance, the 11% were the Arabs. So in, in Israel, there still is that element that once that nationalist government, the thing is the setup of the coalition government doesn't allow it because 61 is that magic number. David? Let me say something to my friend from the Christians United for Israel. I hope you get thousands of people to contact the current, current American administration, which is very favorable to Israel, and they get them to put education on the agenda, which they haven't done yet. Extremely important. Your voices will be heard. Education. Canceling the PLO education and canceling UNRWA education as a, as, a, as a premise for continuing the process. Please let your voices be known, not in petitions, but in individually written, written letters. You have no idea how important that is. And in terms of, of, of the coalition government, we're scared of, of Mr. Gantz. Gantz established his principle his first week of his election campaign, that his ideal situation is to, is to destroy Jewish communities, as was done with Gush Katif. He said it in his first uh, opening mm-hmm. statement of the campaign, we believe him. He's a very dangerous man, and how he can be, be the only way he can probably be, be stopped will be from the extremism of the Arabs, because this is a dangerous person. Understand what we have here. What happened in Gush Katif uh, in, in 2005, if it happens again, God, God, God save us. But fortunately, I, I, maybe I shouldn't use the word fortunately, but the, the, uh, the PLO, which is the driving force, the Palestine Liberation Organization, uh, demands the, 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 the evacuation of all Jewish communities in, 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 the, in the land of Israel. And don't believe me because of my good looks, which you can't see over the radio. <laughs> but when you can see, you can see, you can see their school books in terms of what they say right on the top of our website, israelbehindthenews.com. There it is. I didn't want to believe it myself until someone shoved up a certain part of my anatomy. That's it. Okay, David, very good. I'm looking at the clock. The clock, unfortunately, dictates. I see a couple of calls coming in. I don't think that uh, we can take them. Uh, David, it's your choice. We've got a call coming in that you could take, or you have, or you have, or you have three minutes to sum up everything that you do and want us to do. Take take the call. Let's see what happens. All right, very good. Thank you, David. Mark in Scottsdale. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Yeah. Do people realize that in less than thirty days you're going to have a major outbreak of war against Israel in the Middle East? Mm -hmm. And um, that first guy that called, you never should compromise your principles to deal with Satan or deal with evil. And if you're dealing with the Palestinians, you're dealing with Satan and evil. Thank you, Mark. David, please. Uh, You're absolutely correct what has happened. I've been in Israel for 49 years, and I was witness to people falling asleep before the Yom Kippur War. All my roommates were in the army, and they saw it happening, and the, 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 the generals tried to, tried to deny it. What we've had going on last, in the last 27 years is PLO denial, denial that the Palestine Liberation Organization wants to make war against Israel, is the, is the, and, and we're talking with Saudi Arabia, not Iran, Saudi Arabia. These, and they, we put it right on the, the front, front article at our website, israelbehindthenews.com. These are the people leading the war against Israel, and my friend is so correct. And I have, I have nine, and six children and nine grandchildren. Uh, two of my sons are, are, uh, are uh, reserve, uh, reserve combat soldiers. It's a very, very difficult thing over here. However, this time, this time, uh, when, we, when we finally do, do fire back into Gaza, which will probably happen, 
causing thousands of casualties. There will be there will be war around the world calling Jews the child killers, Jews mm-hmm. ha- child killers. No one's ready for it. And those of you ready to stand up for Israel, get ready for something amazing, unfortunate to happen. Okay, allow me to say this, and David, I'll turn it over to you for the last 60 seconds. Um, uh, the gentleman who called in said 30 days. In 31 days, I'll be here to tell you that there is no war. Uh, there might be a limited engagement. There might be the need to go into Gaza and stop that. There'll be no war. And the reason that there'll be no war is uh, something that we've said before. The Arabs learned long ago. Sadat was the first one to establish uh, this understanding, uh, and it was understood also by the PA in September 13, 1993. They get more from the phony peace process than they ever get with tanks and rockets. They will continue with the phony peace process because that's the way. The formula that the Arabs have and that the rest of the Western world has accepted is that the Arabs, that, excuse me, the Israelis give and the Arabs get. And therefore, there'll be no war. David, 60 seconds for you to... My, my last 60 seconds is you're wrong. Listen very carefully. Please open up to the videos on our... Sh- on our, on our we've made, made 24 movies of the, UNRWA, the, the, the war that's being prepared at UNRWA, the United Nations Relief and Works Agency camps. They're preparing war, rushing the fence, hoping that Israel will kill off thousands of children. That will happen. That scenario will cause a, a, uh, um, a, a, a dynamic around the world uh, which, which will be warlike and which will be terrible. That is what's around the corner. They are planning it, and, they are, they, and no one is really ready for it. Because even if they're not, not ready to come into Israel with, with, with tanks and planes, that is, that, uh, the, the Arab countries are ready for it. And that Saudis have, Saudis have moved in with their forces. Unbelievable! This is what this is what we face. No one's uh, you're not ready for it. I'm not, no 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 not degrading the, 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 the him, Mr. Zalowitz. But that's the story. They are getting ready, and they, so far one of the wise things Netanyahu did was to not not by the uh, by the by the provocations. But at some point it will happen. It could happen that that the next rocket from Gaza will hit a school and, and destroy a kindergarten well, or a school, I, and then what will we thought? I don't discount to move into Gaza. David, I'm sorry. It's the clock that dictates. I look forward to having you again and soon. Thank you so much. David Bedeen, director of the Center for Near East Policy Research. Anyone who wants to find out how we can reach David directly, contact Radio Forum, uh, and we'll let you know. David, thank you so much in Jerusalem. Thank you so much from IsraelBehindTheNews.com. Thank you. Uh, we've reached uh, the end of the show quite quickly, as we always do. Next Sunday, September 29th, Attorney William Wolf will discuss the consequences of the recent election in Israel with, with me, co-host Mayor Jolovitz. Uh, we'll examine the ramifications as they affect the much-anticipated deal of the century uh, that Trump has been waiting to uh, unleash. No one has been speaking about that. That's next Sunday, Middle East Radio Forum. Not a show that you want to miss. Um, their so-called uh, friends of Israel uh, always tell us to do certain things. Uh, they are often guided by illusion, which leads to self-delusion. Uh, what we do is we uh, state what we know to be true unapologetically. Uh, it was Albert Hubbard who once stated, genius may have its limitations, but stupidity is not thus handicapped. Uh, in Middle East radio form, we're here to give that wake-up call to those people who simply don't seem to follow. Uh, that's the reason Middle East Radio Forum exists, and we ask you to support it. Uh, Middle East Radio Forum uh, simply asks you not to suspend common sense in the endeavor to distinguish friend from foe. So, as I say every week, the only people mad at you for speaking the truth are those living a lie. Keep speaking the truth. Uh, Middle East Radio Forum is the forum by which we bring you that truth every Sunday. 
next week, Bill Wolf and myself. Until then, have a good week.